I'm Alan Hall, president of WeatherGuard Lightning Tech, and I'm here with the founder and CEO of Intelstore, Phil Tataro, and the chief commercial officer of WeatherGuard, Joel Saxum. And this is your newsflash. Newsflash is brought to you by our friends at Intelstore. If you need actionable information about renewable projects or technologies, check out Intelstore at intelstore.com. Octopus Renewable Infrastructure Trust has proposed merging with Aquila European Renewables. The deal aims to create one of the largest renewable energy investment trusts in London. The combined entity would have a market cap around 750 million pounds. We would also have a portfolio of, of roughly 1 billion pounds across Europe. Phil, this is a big deal. I know it's in the early stages still, but if this were to happen, this is a ground-shaking event. It is because both companies have actually been kind of growing their European portfolios. And so to take these two entities and, and put them together uh, makes a pretty compelling case for uh, kind of one of the biggest, um, certainly would be the biggest financially focused uh, asset owner uh, within Europe and potentially within the, the rest of the world. Most asset owners are independent power producers, utility companies, etc., um, but this would be one of, if not the biggest uh, asset owner, uh, both wind and solar assets uh, and energy storage as well, um, if, if they were to actually uh, get this deal to go through. So it's, it's worth keeping track of it. Yeah, interesting is it's like ba basically when we talk of renewable, re Octopus Renewables Infrastructure Trust, and then looking at Aquila, you're talking about an, uh, it's, a, it's a f more than, you know, at the grand scheme of things, it's a fund. Right, it's a it's a financial asset owner that has a lot you know a lot of interest in a lot of different places. They being this size, they will have a a pretty easy way of uh, attracting capital to grow as well, in my opinion. Right, if you're if you're already this big and you're already making these kind of moves, the the larger players within the uh, the trading markets, your vanguards, your black rocks, your these kind of players are more apt to put money into larger groups like this as they grow as well. Vestas has received its largest ever order in the U.S. market, a 1.1 gigawatt deal to supply 242 V163 4.5 megawatt turbines for Pattern Energy's Sunzia wind project in New Mexico. The order is also Vestas's largest single onshore project globally. Wow. Phil, this thing is huge. And it, obviously they held it out to the end of Q4 2023 but it has ramifications all through 2024. Absolutely. Uh, this, this deal gives them somewhere in the order of uh, about 3.6 gigawatts worth of V163 uh, platform orders globally, um, which is, of course, a, a derivative product off of some of their previous designs, but it's a brand new blade. And it's something they're, they're really hoping is going to play well in the U.S. market. So to have um, such a strong foothold with not only this deal with the Sunzia project, but a few other orders um, for this uh, product platform as well in the U.S. for undisclosed uh, customers. Um, it's it's important for them, uh, and it's a it's a pretty big move for uh, a product that was kind of designed to be a, a big, you know, four four and a half five megawatt product platform. Um, but in a very low wind speed regime with such a large rotor, with the 163. Something I'd like to highlight with this one is uh, speaking towards some of the industry issues that we're seeing right now. We know Siemens has some issues and they're teething on them as we speak. 
Vesta's knocking down these orders is a testament to the industry allowing someone to come back from having a bad stretch. 2020, 2021, Vesta's had $175 million in write-downs on some issues that they had in the marketplace. They've regained the trust of the marketplace to the point where they have 3.6 gigawatts of orders in a, in a, at the end of a quarter ready to go. So I think it bodes good things for the industry going forward that these uh, OEMs have the ability and the market has their back. Uh, at the point where they show that they've uh, solved some of the issues and they move forward in a big way. WEG has partnered with StackCraft to supply and install wind turbine at StackCraft's wind site in Brazil. The deal is announced uh, in December and involves WEG's 7-megawatt uh, new turbine model. The turbine is a result of WEG's partnership with Petrobras to develop large onshore wind turbines in Brazil. The WEG turbine is expected to be operational by mid-2024. Phil, that's a short time frame for a 7X machine from WEG. I know WEG has, has a lot of capability, but it's also interesting that StackCraft is connecting with WEG for a product in Brazil. It is because what, what WEG's done, and keep in mind, I mean, this product's been kind of under development and in the design phase for a while. They've announced it uh, in the earlier part of 2023, um, and now they're expecting to be able to go into low-rate production uh, with it, with, you know, a prototype and then low rate production in, in late 2024. Um, but this deals with StatCraft is interesting because most of the companies who have purchased WEG's turbines in Brazil have been kind of Brazilian-focused developers. They haven't had as much of a track record of success with, um, you know, European uh, independent power producers or utility companies who have come into the Brazilian market. So it's it's important for them, for both WEG and, and for StatCraft. StatCraft also wants to be able to cultivate, you know, kind of a, a third uh, OEM option, if you will. So you've got Vestas, which is kind of dominating the market. You've got, you know, Siemens Gamesa, which is floundering a bit and unfortunately not selling their, you know, five and six megawatt, uh, some of their five and six megawatt platform uh, products in Brazil. So, you know, Nordex is there to fill in some of that, but a company like StatCraft wants to create price competition. They want to create supply chain diversity. And so doing a deal with, with WEG is actually a fairly sensible, uh, sensible option for them. Phil, from your seat, is there an avenue in which WEG leaves Brazil to uh, sell in other markets? They actually already have, Joel, and I, you may not be aware of this, but they've set up prototypes in India previously under um, a license agreement with their uh, WEGS. You know, WEG is a big industrial um, company that, that makes generators, you know, not only in Brazil, but they also have facilities in, in India. Uh, so they've, they've taken their designs for um, some prototype units for their smaller turbines and, and done them in India already. Um, the question, the, the more maybe direct to your your question though, is: Are they prepared to go global like the Chinese OEMs and and other companies are trying to do? And I think the answer is yes. They they definitely have potential. Um, keep in mind, they've only been doing wind turbines for ten years. They they licensed the technology from Northern Power Systems for the two point three and and three megawatt product uh, series back in twenty thirteen. Uh, and then eventually acquired the the rights, the IP rights outright. Um, but they've been kind of on the hunt for, you know, international growth opportunities. And a partnership with a company like StatCraft is also kind of interesting because if this works, then 
Does that open up opportunities in Chile? Does that open up opportunities, you know, throughout North America and and Europe even uh, or Australia? I mean, they've got their their eye on a number of different markets, but um, they're they're paying close attention. They're also trying to be very active in South Africa as well. So, you know, there's there's certainly potential for for them. Yeah, interesting because they have a seven megawatt machine, which is kind of standalone in the market for an onshore turbine. There's not a there's not a whole lot of competition there. And I know as a you know someone in the U.S., I'm always looking on the horizon to see is there the possibility of another OEM coming in? Because, you know, we don't believe that we're going to allow Chinese OEMs to be connected to our grid anytime soon. So if there's something else coming in, it could be interesting. And it, it could be WEG from Brazil. It could be somebody from India. There's, there's also, you know, other companies that are, that are definitely trying and, and looking at the U.S. market, especially in consideration of the recent uh, guidance and rules that the uh, Treasury Department and the IRS have proposed on the 45X manufacturing tax credits. Uh, so that's giving a lot of companies um, a good feeling for what they can expect if they domesticate production. Mm-hmm.